You're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, which is all about beauty without the BS. If you're interested in how the worlds of beauty and wellness are intertwined, or you're obsessed with daily rituals of skincare and self-care, or you just want to know the latest when it comes to new beauty, this is for you. I'm your host, Sharice Kenyon. This week's episode is it's going to be a short and sweet one because it's it's just me and it's kind of like a newsy episode. I feel like often in recent episodes, you know, I can touch upon a subject or a guest can bring something up. And I think sometimes it's cool to kind of go back to that. But before I get into that, I just wanted to find out how you guys are doing with this continued working from home system. For me, I've been working from home for about eight years, I think. And I think I assumed I would be fine during lockdown. But here we are in the third one. And I'm just going to be honest, it's really getting to me. I don't, I can't quite put my finger on it because we're not exactly trapped in our homes. But I'm trying to think back to all the years I've been working for myself. Yes, there's great freedom in deciding your own schedule. I work on deadlines. So I know in advance if I've got a client project on how many weeks it will take me, how much time it will take. And at the end of that time, I kind of get to take a breather, whether that's two days off in a row or maybe even five days of doing things that are just for me. But yeah, there's just something with this lockdown that is really frustrating me. So I've been trying to kind of find out why. And I was just reading Courier magazine. I think it's not the most recent one, the one before. Um, at the end of 2020, I think it came out. And it's just talking about, I think in the UK specifically, there's a large amount of us that are thinking that working from home is now starting to affect our mental health and it's due to the isolation. So I was like, okay, is that me? Because I'm used to working from home, often on my own, depending on whether my husband is working in or outside of the home that day. And um, for me, I've always quite liked working on my own. But I think what's changed is that the comfort of, you know, breaking up your day, going to your local coffee shop, having that little interaction. And even though we can get takeaway right now, so we can say hi to somebody and, but we can't really see their smile because it's behind a mask. So it's not it's not those tiny little things that we take for granted. We can't just pop out. I can't go browsing in a bookstore and sit there and read a load of books. I can buy magazines, but, it, you know, I can't really flick through them because, you know, COVID. Um, so, yeah, I'm just finding it hard right now and just trying to be kinder to myself. I think as a self-employed person, there's a constant tension which comes from do I work hard enough or am I too hard on myself? But yeah, that's just a long um, segue away from what this episode is about. But I just wanted to see how you're doing and let you know how I'm doing. I think it's really easy to kind of pretend on social media that everything's great. And even on a podcast, I can choose to just tell you what I feel like I want to tell you. But Yeah, I just thought this week I'll give you a little insight to what's going on in my head. 
A couple of episodes ago, I had the inimitable TikTok beauty creator, Sonia Valencia. Your girl, Sonia Valencia, with Beauty Me Podcast, talking skin, makeup, and everything you want to know about this bitch from Washington State. Yes, we're going to put you on real quick. You're welcome, bitch. You're welcome. To date, Sonia's episode has been the most listened to. It's been incredible. I think within three days, she'd become my most popular episode ever. And that's in over 60 episodes. So thank you to Sonia for all the sharing she did on social. But she clearly struck a chord with a lot of listeners. And in that episode, we discussed the trend for drawing on dark circles underneath the eyes. And, you know, we quickly dismissed it as a trend. Like, why would you want to look tired? What is wrong with these um, millennials doing these TikTok videos that are going viral? Like, why would you want to look tired? But recently I saw that Dazed Beauty commissioned a writer, and I apologize now if I butcher her name, um, Gunseli Yalsinkaya. She wrote for Dazed Beauty about her own hereditary dark circles. And within that article, she spoke to several of the makeup artists all kind of content creators that had made these videos, these TikToks that went viral across Instagram as well. And one of them was Sarah Marie Carstens. And she said that actually creating these looks was more about embracing dark circles, accepting them. And it wasn't about making, you know, a social commentary or having a social media moment. I found that interesting because it's really easy to assume that, you know, millennials are doing this or the Gen Zers, sorry, are doing this purely for attention. But it's true. It's like I I might have to deal with um, acne, but I've never had to deal with dark circles. And I know that they can be hereditary. And I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with embracing something. I guess what it is, is we're not seeing people with real dark circles embrace them. We're seeing much younger people fake them. So yeah, I'm still a little bit on the fence about it, but I think that's what this podcast is about. Let's discuss these things and we all have a valid viewpoint. On another recent episode, um, my last solo one actually, which was all about my makeup must-haves, I went into detail about how I apply my base and I've had a lot of response on that purely down to the fact that I don't really use foundation right now. I just find it's it tends to create a mask-like effect. And as I've been wearing masks, my acne has got pretty bad around the jawline. So it's definitely not about foundation right now or for the foreseeable future while we are tending to take more meetings at home via Zoom and Google Meet. For some reason, I feel like I've been seeing more and more makeup artists go with concealer-led looks. As I mentioned in that recent episode, it was Katie Jane Hughes that really got me onto this whole concept of use concealer where you need it and mix and match different shades and finishes. But recently on Instagram, at VV's underscore makeup, shared a five-minute video that was absolutely amazing. I did share it on my story. Today I'll show you how to create a look using mainly concealers. Using two MAC Cosmetics Conceal and Correct palettes in dark and light, VV did the model's eyes, lips and cheeks using concealer in various ways with various techniques. And she even made this like gorgeous orange eye look, which was done with an orange color corrector, which many of you might know 
would usually be used to cancel out dark circles. Obviously, we've been talking about those already. But yeah, orange is meant to cancel out, I think, redness or perhaps like the blue toned dark circles. So if you listen to my episode, you'll know that my daily go to is just two concealers. But since seeing Vivi's video and also there's another beauty curator that I love to follow on Instagram at Kali, that's K-A-L-I dot ledger. She launched her very first YouTube video. Hi, hello, welcome. My name is Kali. I will be filming a full face routine to get that skin, you know. She talks about using the bare minimum foundation and concealer. And she actually flips the entire makeup process on its head. I think she started out with a primer, which was the milk makeup one, which is really good. I think it's called Hydra Grip. A little bit of powder where she needed it, which was translucent. And then she, um, the makeup part started with blusher, which is very high on her cheeks, actually closer to her eyes. Then she did highlighter. Then she did a bit of bronzer, contour. And then as her kind of finishing touches, she literally added little dots of concealer and little dots of foundation. So I think it's really good to kind of switch things up. I think we've been taught for years that, you know, foundation is the foundation of the perfect face, but I don't know if it's a lockdown influence because we're staying in more. I think even Callie says in the video, she's going to do her makeup and she'll be taking it off an hour later. So maybe it's also a case of less waste if we're not slapping on a whole face of foundation only to take it off. Who knows? But I think it's just a really good time to experiment. So I'm personally going to try and like mix my concealer into some liquid blush or my bronzer to try and really just create my own tones instead of buying new makeup. But that's a whole other episode. Finally, I wanted to share my thoughts on the new trend. Well, I think it's been around for a little while um, called deep faking. I can't remember the first time I saw it, but I know I found it disturbing. I think it was um, Rowan Atkinson. Um, aka Mr. Bean and they made him into Charlize Theron when she's in the Dior perfume advert so when she's coming out of the water very disturbing I've known about it for a while but I was kind of I kind of became more intrigued about it and what it means when one of my favorite photographers Delphine Diallo chose to play with her own image on Instagram she transformed herself into Elizabeth Taylor playing Cleopatra. I have to say that's one of my favorite films because Elizabeth Taylor is like my all-time favorite actress. But um, clearly Cleopatra was not a white woman. Um, so in Delphine's post, she talks about how Hollywood has, you know, a real habit of whitewashing black history. So I thought if, if Delphine's doing it, maybe it's worth a go. But I didn't think I was actually going to bother deep faking myself. It was actually my husband who had some spare time one morning. I was doing a shoot and he was playing with this app. I think it's called Reface. And I don't know how long he was in there, but he clearly went down the rabbit hole because he turned me into Kim Kardashian, Uma Thurman in Kill Bill and Pulp Fiction, which is my favorite film. Um, Sophie Loren, Carrie from Sex and the City, which was another favorite of mine. And one thing that we both realized the more he played around, because I think he even tried to deep fake himself, is that even in the world of apps, which is supposedly one of the most innovative industries out there, 
There isn't much choice if you wanted to deep fake yourself into your favorite black or brown hero or heroine. So it it kind of intrigued me just because, like I say, apps and tech are, you know, the future. And even these developers are not acknowledging that there are many skin tones out there. It's it's really showing a real lack of diversity. On a side note, though, just to close this off, I was actually a little bit disturbed at the popularity of the video that I ended up posting. My husband deep faked me as Sophia Loren who is obviously another iconic actress. And I think it's this scene of her probably somewhere in Rome. I don't know, but she's about to smoke a cigarette and all these men get their lighters ready to attend to her. And she has like red hair and I'm, I'm very light skinned, especially this time of the year. It's like, it's very sad. I'm very pale, very yellow. And yeah, he transformed me into Sophia Loren and I got so many comments and I got so much praise. People saying, this is a good look for you. You look amazing. And I was like, it's not me. So what does that mean? I'm I'm better looking as somebody else. So yeah, to be honest, and I'm clearly showing my vanity here, it kind of disturbed me. And yeah, it made me think, would people prefer me another way? But of course, at the end of the day, it's it's how I prefer to see myself. So I don't think there's any harm in playing. And I think I've mentioned even this on another episode just about how we play with filters. I think the danger lies in thinking, maybe I should change myself. Maybe I do want that thinner nose. Maybe I do want that lighter skin. Or I think that's where the danger lies. But let me know what you guys think. If you want to see me as Sophia Loren, check out my Instagram at sharice.kenyon. I will be promoting this episode on Instagram, so I'll be sure to throw in a few more of the deep fakes so you can see me as Kim Kardashian and have a laugh. But let me know what you think. Do you think it's filters gone too far or do you think it's just a bit of fun? I'm always open to your feedback. And just to let you know, the month of March for me is going to be all about how the worlds of beauty and wellness interact and intertwine. And I'm really looking for guests or brands that really exemplify that that concept because I think it's taken us such a while. And again, I think lockdown has probably helped things along, but the worlds of beauty and wellness are way more involved than we realize. Even the fact of when it comes to mental wellness, how we see ourselves can greatly affect how we feel and how we feel can really affect how we see ourselves. So if you've got any ideas for guests or brands that you think I should get in touch with, let me know over at, at Beauty Me Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast and feel free to slide into the DMs. Do please like, subscribe and review. It really helps Beauty Me be seen.